0: This week on the Iowa Watch Connection.
1: I feel that the younger generations today don't know what we went through when we came home. Proud veterans
0: at the Iowa State Fair. It don't make any difference. If you served, you served. They have strong views about a number of topics. And I think we ought to be supporting them now. Our time has passed. Our time is gone now. Voices of our veterans. Our topic this week.
2: The Iowa Watch Connection is presented by the Iowa Center for Public Affairs Journalism online at iowawatch.org. Here is Jeff Stein.
0: Veterans Day is a week away, traditionally held on November 11th. Iowa Watch is one of three sponsors of a special event this coming Thursday, November 9th, in Iowa City, where Iowa veterans will share their true stories. We'll tell you more about that later in this program, but with that event and Veterans Day both upcoming, we thought it was a good time to hear some voices of veterans we first brought you in August of this year. It came in conjunction with the annual Veterans Day at the Iowa State Fair. A number of veterans and others talked with Lyle Muller, Executive Director and Editor of the Iowa Center for Public Affairs Journalism at the fair that day.
3: It's Monday, August fourteenth, 2017, at the Iowa State Fair, and the theme that day is honoring veterans. There's a parade, and then Iowans who served in the military spend the day walking around the fairgrounds getting thanked for their service. Lloyd Query, an 81-year-old Army veteran from West Des Moines, who served in 1954 through 1957 in Germany and then Paris, is asked, what does it mean to show support? For veterans
4: I think the main thing especially these millennials, they should show more respect to some of the old uh, the old guys, not necessarily meters you a lot of them older than I am okay so I think it would be yeah you know, respect is the main thing
3: others on this particular day say much the same thing at least for the most part. National polling indicates that Americans in general hold military veterans in high esteem. One of every three said in a 2013 Pew Charitable Trust poll that people in the armed services contribute a lot to society's well-being. The Pew Center pointed out that that rate, specifically 78%, was down slightly from 84% four years earlier. Still, veterans Iowa Watch spoke with said they wonder if some Iowans respect what military veterans did when serving their country. Again,
4: here's Lloyd Query. The millennials they, they couldn't. Half of them don't know where we're in any kind of a situation. Okay, and maybe that's not their fault. Uh, maybe it's their parents' fault. But uh, yeah, you can ask them. You know, uh, what's going on in Afghanistan or Iraq? There's a lot of them that couldn't answer your questions. So uh, no, it's—they it, need to be educated, in my opinion. Okay, uh, watch more news shows. And uh, and they don't like to do that. So it sounds like I'm pecking on millennials, but but I think they need some help getting educated and showing some respect.
3: A note about this report, AARP Iowa, a fall 2017 sponsor of the Iowa Watch Connection radio program, played a role in the Ferris Veterans Day and Iowa Watch promoted a November veterans related event that AARP Iowa is supporting. Terms of our agreement with the organization leave full editorial control over what stories to do and how to do them with Iowa Watch. Back to our story. Don't let the wheelchair Lana Gillaspie rides fool you. Gillespie, a Vietnam-era veteran from Knoxville who served in 1970 into 1973 stateside in a naval command center in San Diego, has competed in several athletic events She apologizes for sounding like she's bragging when she lists the wheelchair events such as the slalom, snowboarding, or skiing that she's won or placed in. She'll regale you with video of her wiping out on a skiing expedition. All that and turning 67 in September and battling an occasional stuttering spell and neuromuscular problems that make the wheelchair necessary. Her take on respecting veterans.
1: One thing I've noticed is the di- de- depending on the era that you served, whether it was combat or not combat, you get treated differently. How so? Um, some of the earlier veterans, other than maybe World War II, um, aren't as recognized and some programs are only for certain era veterans, which I disagree with, a veteran is a veteran no matter when you served or how you served. Mainly just some of the things that I'm involved in, they only want, you know, like maybe Iraq veterans and, or, and I think that's, I think that's doing a disservice to the other veterans.
3: Well, freedom is not free. That's Joe Stutler, a Desert Storm veteran from Marion, Iowa, celebrating his 53rd birthday in September.
5: And regardless of what's going on in the world, whether it we're at wartime, peacetime, or whatever, whether you agree with any particular action or, or disagree with it, we still need a strong national defense
0: to, um, to protect ourselves both abroad and home. You know, Support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and... Um, you know
3: we are we're the folks that are willing you know and have signed the blank check, payable in you know with our lives to we the people. Um, if you need us, we're there. Veterans services ranging from health care to help getting a job or housing are available from a variety of sources: the Department of Veterans Affairs on the federal level, the Iowa Department of Veterans at the state level, and various county Veterans Affairs offices. Iowa's Republican Governor Kim Reynolds says the state gives veterans services high priority.
5: Well, it's been a priority of ours for a long time. We've helped with education. We help with uh, home ownership. We launched uh, a home based Iowa initiative that really says to our veterans that uh, Iowa welcomes you, especially as we were seeing a drawdown in our military. We wanted our men and women who have served to know that Iowa welcomes them with open arms. And we do that by not taxing their pension. We passed that in part of the legislation with the home based Iowa initiative.
3: Iowa's Democratic 2nd District Congressman Dave Loebsack says government has a role in supporting veterans, but Iowans can influence that. Well, whether,
5: that's a, whether it's a Democrat or a Republican or somebody who's neither one, ask that person what they think about our veterans and how that person is either supporting our veterans or plans to support our veterans, whether it's a state level, whether it's Congress, congressional race, whatever put them on the spot, and ask them that directly. That's what's really important, I think.
3: What are you doing to support veterans?
5: Well, you know, we did just pass legislation to try to cut down on some of the wait times, put some more resources into the VA. I think in Iowa, for the most part, we do a pretty darn good job, whether it's our two centers in Des Moines and and Iowa City, or whether it's the community-based outpatient clinics that we have around the state of Iowa.
3: It would be wrong to suggest that all Iowa veterans Iowa Watch talked with are necessarily seeking a hearty thanks or veteran's services. Rachel Brown, a 33-year-old Navy veteran from Waukee who served in 2006 to 2012 in the Western Pacific Ocean and Mediterranean Sea, is happy to move on.
1: For when people say like they support the veterans and what can they do, sometimes I'm not so sure like how to respond to that because just from being in the service, I'm. Maybe it's just kind of made me, like, more independent, and I don't want to feel like I'm dependent or not. It's kind of like someone's, like, burden or anything, like, oh, I, I need to do something for them because they're a veteran.
3: And remember Lloyd Query, the West Des Moines Army veteran from the peacetime 1950s who
4: opened this report? The bottom line for him is that he's glad he's served. You know, I told somebody a while back, if I was a little younger, i if I, they needed me, I'd probably try it again. You know, I had great service, you know. I, I was a lot better off than most people. Some of those benefits I get probably didn't deserve compared to some of the people, you know, because my duty was most of us in Earth France and uh, I'm too tough a duty over there. <laughs> One era in recent U.S. history, though, deserves another
3: look. That's in our next segment.
0: Now, information about the special event I mentioned at the beginning of this program. Iowa Watch, along with AARP Iowa and Iowa Public Radio, will be presenting Roll Call, Veterans Share Their True Stories. It's a live storytelling event in which you'll hear U.S. military veterans from various walks of life and experiences tell their stories in entertaining, thoughtful ways. It will be held this Thursday, November 9th at 7 p.m. at Old Brick, 26 East Market Street in Iowa City. We hope you'll join us, and as always, for more information about Iowa Watch and its events and reporting, go to iowawatch.org. Support for the Iowa Watch Connection comes from the Iowa Insurance Division's Iowa Fraud Fighters Program. This statewide initiative educates Iowans on how to double check before they invest and shield their savings from scammers. Thousands of Iowans have attended fraud fighter forums across the state to learn about new scams circulating in their area and how to stay a step ahead of fraudsters. Learn how to fight fraud and why it is important to report scams at iowafraudfighters.gov. Support for the Iowa Watch Connection comes from AARP Iowa. Every two seconds, someone's identity gets stolen. That's why AARP launched the Fraud Watch Network to arm people of all ages with the tools they need to spot and avoid scams. Learn how to protect yourself at aarp.org slash fraudwatchnetwork. That's aarp.org slash fraudwatchnetwork. Fraud Watch Network.
2: The Iowa Watch Connection radio program is part of a statewide audience engagement project organized by the Iowa Center for Public Affairs Journalism, an independent, non-profit, non-partisan news organization. The center is dedicated to producing high-quality investigative and community affairs journalism in Iowa, while also training journalism students to do this work at a high ethical level. The center is found online at iowawatch.org.
0: Welcome back to the Iowa Watch Connection. I'm Jeff Stein. War in Southeast Asia from the 1950s until 1975 was not defined by tradition. Though it was a war between communist North Vietnam and capitalist South Vietnam, several enemies existed. Around 115,000 Iowa men and women served in the Vietnam War, The Sullivan Brothers Iowa Veterans Museum in Waterloo reports that 869 of those lost their lives. Iowa Watch's Lyle Muller spoke with Vietnam veterans about that passage of time and what they think now of their service. Robert Boyd
3: spent 15 and a half months in Vietnam. He calls Carroll, Iowa his home, although he likes to travel. An army veteran who served from January 1968 until August 1969, he knows new generations have come since that unpopular war ended after the 1975 fall of Saigon.
1: I feel that the younger generations today don't know what we went through when we came home. It was uh, a challenging to try to find a job. Uh, we were looked down on. Nobody uh, uh, wanted really to have anything to do with us. Uh, I felt that. Uh, the um, uh, business people in the world um, should have had a chance to, to experience what we had to go through in Vietnam. I feel that uh, they, uh, they were, didn't sympathize with us. They, they took and they um, uh, really wasn't that helpful.
3: Ron Healy was in Vietnam in 1971. Now 66, the Dubuque man said knowing about that war is dependent nowadays, upon whether or not someone in your family was affected.
4: Oh, uh, for sure they have, unless they're uh, directly affected by the the war themselves or their family was. Do you think that's a good or a bad thing? Well, I've always uh, said that uh, when I hear people talk about their parents never talked about the war, It was the biggest mistake they ever made. They should have told everybody about the war and then we wouldn't have did it again as quickly. But instead they went home privately and suffered through post-traumatic stress and the other uh, issues that are involved with uh, post-war situations and also the infections of their bodies with the ancient orange issues which are now second and even possibly third generation. Uh, It's hard to forget that if it's
3: uh, your family member. Often, hard feelings existed when soldiers returned from Vietnam. Ronald Lehman of Grimes, Iowa, remembers them. Lehman, celebrating his 75th birthday at the end of September, served in the Marines from 1959 to 1965 in Vietnam, Thailand, and other spots in Southeast Asia. Time, Lehman says, has healed the hurt Vietnam veterans may have felt.
5: I think it has subsided, but back then, we were treated pretty badly. But uh, these kids today are doing a wonderful job over in Afghanistan and Iraq. And I think we ought to be supporting them now. Our time has passed. Our time is gone now.
3: Lingering health problems for many Vietnam-era veterans come from the use of Agent Orange the defoilant chemical the U.S. military used to destroy forests that harbored North Vietnamese and Viet Cong fighters. Besides heavily damaging the environment, the chemical became linked to cancers among those exposed to it, including U.S. soldiers. But Bruce Montes, a Walkie Marie veteran, 61 at the end of September, and who served stateside in 1974 to 1976, Said those who remained in the United States dealt with health issues too.
1: Right now, there's, the support services are lacking, especially for you know Vietnam veterans. They there isn't much much that we can do. They, they 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 can do for us. There's a lot of room to room to improve.
3: Are you talking about at the federal level or the state level?
1: Uh, both. The, the the state state does have some. Uh, uh, benefits that uh, Vietnam veterans can partake of, but the federal level is just, I mean, Vietnam veterans, especially Marines that were in uh, Camp Lejeune. Uh, I've been fighting since 2006 for uh, disability for uh, Camp Lejeune contaminated water, and it still haven't gotten anything for it.
3: Once, they were young. But Robert Boyd, the Carroll Army veteran at the top of this segment, brings up another inevitable fact. As years pass, soldiers from the Vietnam era will pass as well. They have assumed the role Korean War and World War II veterans have handed them. That of the fading soldier.
1: Vietnam veterans, uh, especially... um are uh, coming to the point now where we're on top of the list uh, with World War II and World War I, veterans are passing away. Uh, I do believe that uh, Iowa supports the, um, the uh, soldiers' uh, place out for burial, and uh, I, just, I just feel that, that the state of Iowa has really been forward in helping the veterans.
0: We saved one story with which to end today's report. Earl Mefford is one of two members of American Legion Post 83 in Hedrick, Iowa, who can say they were in World War II. The other, he says, is incapacitated and hospitalized. Mefford served from 1944 until 1946, in time for the end of World War II. His 94th birthday is coming up at the beginning of October, a milestone, but also another notice that he, like others from that war, are leaving us. His service started in June of 1944. Anyone knowing about World War II history knows the Normandy invasion was in that very month. He missed the invasion, but only barely. Iowa Watch's Lyle Muller spoke with him this week. I I haven't
5: been able to ever get any medical. Couldn't, Couldn't even get signed up. Why is that?
3: Because it was World War II in a different era?
5: No. I sold a farm and they said I had too much money. (laughs) Earl
3: Mefford makes the same call as other veterans when it comes to supporting those who did military service, keep available services that help them function in society, and let veterans know they exist. Well, uh,
5: we've got plenty of veterans that probably need it. A lot worse than I do as far as that goes, And that's the ones that should be taken care of. These boys at Knoxville and Des Moines Vets Hospital and the like, they need all the support they can get.
3: Mefford got a first-hand look at the carnage in France one week after D-Day in 1944. He arrived that next week from England with his army unit. Here's how he explains going from living in the United States to ending up in war-torn France. Well,
5: I got one of them letters that said, your friends and neighbors have selected you. In other words, the draft. Uh, I spent a little time In training, and I don't know. I don't talk much about the war as far as that goes.
3: Can you share anything about what it was like in France when you landed there?
5: Uh, Pretty rough for a while. I'm not going to say more about it.
3: As you might imagine, Mefford said he fears that coming generations will forget the lessons of World War II, a conflict that started in 1939, drew the United States in after the December 7, 1941 attack on Pearl Harbor, and ended in 1945 after the fall of Berlin and the U.S. atomic bomb attacks on Japan. More than 30 countries were involved in the war. Estimates have more than 60 million people worldwide dying. They included Holocaust victims, countless civilians caught in crossfire or dying of things such as disease and famine, in addition to those atomic bomb victims. And, of course, the troops. 419,000 Americans died as the result of World War II.
5: There's that possibility, yes, because I think in our Legion post, I'm the oldest and longest member. I think there's only one other member that I know of that's a member, but he is not active anymore. He's in nursing home, out of it, but uh, no, World War II and these other war veterans, It don't make any difference. If you served,
3: you served. I'm Lyle Muller for the Iowa Watch Connection.
0: And that brings us to the close of this week's program. We're back again next week at this same time. I'm Jeff Stein. Thanks for joining us, and we hope you'll make the Iowa Watch Connection again next week.